0: Listening to the Atomic Beats, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky!
1: Oh, hello, internet! It's your pal Christian from the town of Oakville, hosting another exciting episode of. The Atomic Geeks Podcast. The Atomic Geeks Episode 84. And I have in my hand a birthday gift from my stupid brother. It is a cold bottle of Moosehead Lager. Extremely expensive. I won't buy it, but extremely delicious. Who else do we have joining me on this podcast
2: tonight? Hello internet. It's Mike Downs here. You know, I'm battling a cold and I'm feeling like shit, but I'm still smoking marijuana and drinking beer. Why? Because that's how I fucking roll.
3: Well, hello, Christian. Hello, everyone. It's Andrew Bloom calling in from London. And in my best Christian voice, I'm drinking a Keystone Light. Always smooth. Keystone Light. It's in a blue can.
1: (laughs) It's the beer that they throw at old people. Yes. (laughs) And uh and usually at this point in the introductions you would hear of the mellifluous tones of one uh Michael DiGiovanni but he's off to Los Angeles uh for secret the Atomic Geeks podcast research and in his stead for the first time ever on the Atomic Geeks podcast we have uh a fan of the fan of the uh podcast and we're a fan of his as well Uh, We'd like to welcome, for the first time, Mr. C.T.
0: from the website Nerd Lunch. Well, thank you, thank you. Okay, C.T., let's hear your spiel. I have a spiel, yes. Uh, Hey, 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 I'm not Michael DiGiovanni, and uh, I'm calling in from Tallahassee, Florida, which is uh, not in Canada, but I'm still flying my Canadian flag tonight for you guys. And uh, tonight I have uh, actually a cool Sprecher root beer soda, I did not go for the uh, the hard stuff, uh, but I can still have fun even if I don't drink. See, and, uh, see you guys. Also, also <laughs> wanted to to mention that I had a pretty good hair day today. Thanks. i was
2: gonna say with all the medication I'm on and the illegal drugs and the booze, I'm totally making up for you, CT. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: Sprecher root beer. Well, that's a bit harder than some of the stuff that Andrew doesn't drink, for crying. Hello. <laughs>
0: Actually, I stopped by. There's a new uh, a new restaurant uh, soda shop here in town, and I went by and got it straight from the tap. So uh, I never had it. It's a $3 root beer. I hope it's worth it. $3 root beer. Jesus. Yeah, that's some pricey root beer. It is.
1: Good gravy three dollar root beer i don't even what, pay that much for beer <laughs>
2: uh, what, 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 what a different world we live in i bring in growler. i bring home growlers full of draft beer ct brings home growlers full of draft root beer <laughs>
0: two different worlds two different one's the geek world one's the nerd world <laughs> well welcome
1: ct finally all of your dreams have come true and you are able to participate on the best possible podcast known to man the Atomic Geeks.
0: Yes, and it is a pleasure to be here.
1: Um, I've listened hey. to all your episodes. <laughs> oh, just like my mother. Um, so I'm curious, actually. What does that? What does this make us now? Does this make us international or continental or something? Now we have, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're across
3: the border with
2: this uh, broadcast. Yes, I think both. <laughs> intercontinental yes. jet flying. Yeah. Something. Yeah.
3: The Atomic yeah, Geeks podcast now has the intercontinental belt of podcasting. Yeah, but there it's not, you go.
1: It's technically not international, right? It's, it's within a continent, so it's intercontinental. Well, it's it's still it's
0: two different nations. It's still intercontinental and international. I'll take that.
2: I'm, I'm so So sorry. so if we had a belt, it would say that the Atomic Geeks are the intercontinental international podcasting champions. Correct.
1: That's right. Yes. Well, that's fantastic. Right. I want so, I want to see that belt made. <laughs> this podcast became ever so much more special. So, um, CT, before we get into our regular rigmarole for crying out loud, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your uh, website. I look at it every day, whether it's updated or not. And attempt, you know, once in a while I, I post on there acting like a jackass. But I mean, uh, you've been doing this for a, a while at nerdlunch.net. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
0: We, uh, there's a, me and two other friends we used to live real close together uh real real near within the same town uh area we uh, would have lunch together every week and we would call it nerd lunch and we would just get together and chat about uh you know the movies or tv shows or or who know you know pulp action uh, novels or all kinds of stuff and um then i moved to tallahassee from uh from central illinois uh 900 miles away from where they were and and then the two of them actually wound up um uh, moving to different towns as well and so as a way of kind of keeping in touch we we've started this blog about three years ago and um, uh, we just really just pontificate on on uh, different nerd things so maybe movies or action figures and then we also uh, bring the lunch component to it as well and discuss uh, uh, food maybe you know uh, restaurants we visited or uh, recipes we've tried or things like that so it's, yeah, it's like- a hodgepodge
3: I gotta say I like that part of it. I've also uh, been on your website more than once, and you know, aside from all the nerd stuff, which is all great, I thought I think it's kind of funny to go and be like, "Hey, here's this recipe or here's this restaurant that you checked out." I kind of like it.
1: Yeah, but they're all they're they're all Yankee Doodle restaurants or like these these strange fast food places that we have no access to.
2: Well, the interesting thing that I like about it, you know, I have too have been to the website is that, you know, there's definitely, um a whole kind of, uh, side of the web of people who like, you know, either take pictures of the food they eat or review they've, the food they, like there's this whole kind of, I guess, it would be foodies, you know what I mean? But like right. that is a whole other side of, I guess, geekdom or nerddom or whatever that, I, that I'm not really a part of, but it has a
0: huge following. Well, there's actually a website called Food Spotting, which uh, is all for that. I mean, there's people who tweet uh, what they had for lunch or whatever. And anytime I try and uh, anytime I take pictures of what I've had for uh, a meal, I don't put that on Twitter because most people on Twitter don't really care. I just put that on Food Spotting, which is where people can, if they care, they can go there and find out what I've had. Right. So that that is a whole yeah a whole genre of of uh, social media out there.
1: Wait, wait a second. There's like, like food. Wait, food spotting is
0: like the Twitter of like what you be, what you're eating. Foodspotting.com. It's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's like a whole social media site for for where you've spotted food items around. So wait you. a second. So, remember.
1: other than posting on Twitter, you're also posting on food spotting, telling everyone that you had an egg salad sandwich for lunch.
0: Well, I don't do it as much on food spotting. Able, I I've only got like 16 or so spottings, but uh, <laughs> or whatever they're called. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Very, very interesting. So there you go, folks. Nerdlunch.net. Very diverse topics, very interesting articles. I suggest everyone who listens to this podcast check that out. Now, before we get into tonight's hot topic, who's got
2: some? Geek news. (sighs) Geek news. Oh, uh, I have some of the geek news. Um, you know this isn 't huge groundbreaking stuff, but it was something that I did want to mention i 'm not sure if uh, if it might have kind of gone under the radar was um, you know for uh, I mentioned a few times this TV show Spartacus Blood and Sand, which uh, was on the Stars Network is their biggest show and had did huge ratings last year and, and got really popular. Well, the, uh, the main star, Andy Whitfield, uh, got cancer, and so there was like this real bit delay of what was going to happen, um, whether a season two was going to come out, and now they thought he was okay, and now he's had to go back for, for more treatment, and I guess, and has actually stepped out of the show, and they're going to go back and do a prequel now uh, that's supposed to air next September without him. At just just about the people who were out there before kind of Spartacus came along, so it's it's pretty interesting you know that this guy's got cancer and is totally fucked over this t v show that no one expected to do anything and got huge, and now they're kind of fucked.
3: <laughs> I think it's funny how the guy gets cancer and then you say he fucked them over.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I say that? I didn't mean he fucked yeah, him over. Sorry, yeah. I, I did not say that. No, sorry. It I, did, an, I did not mean it's it was an unfortunate way. set of circumstances for crying out loud, you cold-hearted bastard. No, I mean, that's the, that's like, I mean poor <laughs> fucking dude gets on this huge fucking show, does this amazing oh. job, and now what does he got to do? He's, 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 he, like, he's had to back out and say, I can't finish this. I have to, you know, it's a fucking burn, man.
1: Yeah, well, yeah no offense. It's not exactly geek news. It's more like Let's make you cry. I mean, there's this guy who got his big break on their show. Finally, I've made it, and then it's like, whoa! I mean, oh my god, I feel horrible. Is he, making, horrible and he's playing, making
0: play he's playing the main character. He's playing the main. I haven't seen the show. Is he playing Spartacus? Yeah. yeah. So that's like that's like like
2: they're gonna make a prequel called Spartacus before, before Spartacus. Spartacus.
0: <laughs> Spartacus the teenage years. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's just. I mean, and so you know, here's the studio. You know this star's little kind of little network, who's grasping, trying to keep a hold of this thing that made them all kind of money. You know they're not going to give it up. But how do we do it without a without a star? You without know, what the mean? main guy. That's well, an in, excellent if, show.
1: Is this the show where Lucy Liu, uh, or not Lucy Lou, Lucy Lawless, Zena is like jumping around with no top on.
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Worth the price of admission alone.
2: Well, I, and actually, that, that may be enough just to get this. You know, get us through a whole second season.
0: When stars has picked
2: up uh, the Torchwood series
0: as well. I just, uh, I mean, they've they've announced that a while back, but I guess they're looking at casting that, um, uh, the, which has come over from BBC, mm-hmm. which was the Doctor Who spinoff, and they're, um, right. and so yeah, they're looking I, at kind of capitalizing on the Spartacus popularity and bringing Torchwood over and and getting that going as well. So maybe. Maybe that keep, can help stars out. I keep
1: forgetting that we have the Yankee Doodle perspective now because these are like freaking networks that are like mysterious freaking places for me. Stars and FX. like I've heard of them, but you know, God knows. I, I, I don't know what they show on their networks or anything like that.
3: Christian, really Yankee Doodle every time? or I mean,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't take a drink every time you say Yankee Doodle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> We should start with have a drink when he says for crying out loud. you would be too drunk by the end I'm of the so show. I'm
1: surprised we haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet. We gotta do a show. We gotta do a show where basically uh, we cannot, where I cannot say um, for crying out loud. Dejo can't say, and I'm using air quotes here. Uh, Downs just swears in general.
3: And Bloom and, can't talk.
1: And Andrew
0: says, and he's very popular. Well, you <laughs> uh, you may not remember this episode, but there you did do the party where you had that as That's a right. rule. Right,
3: that is correct.
0: Oh yeah, but I think was a,
3: too drunk to remember. I was going
1: to say <laughs> actually, At a certain point, some of those rules just kind of went out the window for crying out
2: loud. Well, and you know, you know what's so awesome is that with CT here, you know, I'm drunk at half of these things and I don't remember any of this shit. So it's like having a historian who's actually listened to all these things and remembers them to <laughs> yes. tell us what we did. This is awesome. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, here's okay. Here's uh, just a quick chance to indulge ourselves and be narcissistic, like we not are we already are with this goddamn podcast. But how did you hear about the Atomic Geeks podcast, CT? I'm curious.
0: I um, was thinking about this the other day, actually, and I um, was uh, I don't remember who followed each other, who followed who first on Twitter. If I followed DJ or DJ followed me, but it was about the same time, and um, uh, and I think we had followed each other for a while, and I wasn't even really paying attention to. I was still trying to figure Twitter out, and I wasn't really even paying attention to like who, what everybody was saying because it was kind of overwhelming. Um, but somewhere in there, he had tweeted about episode 25, it's a redo, Superman Returns, which I hated that movie. I hated Superman Returns. And I thought, well, this this could be interesting to see how, you know, just whoever these guys are, what they do with the, the premise of Superman Returns. So I I downloaded that episode, and the rest is history. I mean, that's that's where I started, and I went back and... Listen to the earlier ones, and went from there.
1: Uh, I'll tell you, CT, I'm not, it, it, just to toot our own horns, as far as episodes to jump onto our podcast... I love that episode. I, I I've listened to it again because I just love our, persp- our all of our perspectives on that friggin' movie. We tore that friggin' thing down, and I think I hated it more after we did that podcast. Christian's
3: yeah. looking into a mirror right now, fixing his hair.
1: I know. I, no, so but it was a good,
2: sucking his own dick.
1: I, I, I'm saying, <laughs> did I say all of us for Christ's sake? You bunch of jerks for crying out loud! It was a good episode because I freaking hated that movie. I walked out of that movie I, and I was stunned because I, I was like. I wasn't sure what I was feeling. You know, it was just like I walked out of Spider-Man Three. I was like, "Going, what the fuck happened?" It was like somebody just smacked me in the face. You know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait a second, was that as awful as I thought it was?" It, it, it can't be true.
0: It was, yes, it was.
1: All right. Fine. Well, there well, I guess we go.
2: Total off tangent. No, but if, if we're going to ask the question, uh, CT, what were your thoughts on that episode in terms of what we did? I mean, you know, we've never really talked a whole lot about of these these redos. It's actually one of our reoccurring things, which is coming back next week. A little bit of a preview. Um, you know, what, what did you think of that whole process?
0: Well, I mean, that's what grabbed me. That was the idea. Like, uh, I mean, I, that's one of the things I love to do with movies. Is I'm watching them. If I if I find that I don't really like a movie, I will. Um, you know, I'll try and rewrite it myself. I'll try and think of like what would what would I do differently? And so it was it was a fun um a fun concept to, to jump into and have have the four of you tackle that concept with, with these movies that aren't so good. I think you've done it like three or four times. Mm-hmm. And uh every movie that you've done it with has been a movie that needs to be redone. And yeah. there's not
1: a shortage of those.
0: No yeah, there's, there's not.
1: Just- it's a, it's a it's a fun fun episode.
0: All right, well, enough
1: about us. Let's get down to business, ladies and germs, because it's time to start tonight's podcast topic. And ladies and gentlemen, as we've as we hinted in our previous episode, we are going back to the desert island. Now, I can't say this enough times. I just love the living shit out of this topic. And every time I do this topic, or I, am, I host this topic, I need to recap about the previous times we've done this topic. So, quickly, way back in Episode 5, when we first did uh, the Desert Island, we basically did the uh, websites that we would like to bring with us on a desert island. Great episode. Then Episode 29, fights that you would like to see over and over over again trapped on a desert island great episode and then episode 42 another fantastic episode who wouldn't you want to be stranded on a desert island with great episode
0: and that was one that Downs hosted, in spite of the fact that he hates the Desert Island. That's right. I was going to say The best hosted Desert Island episode, probably. Uh,
1: it was. A, there was a damn good episode. Uh, and then uh, episode fifty-eight. Uh, what geeky island would you want slash not want to be stranded on? And let me tell you, that episode. Oh, 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 wow. Episode fifty-eight, perfectly hosted. Listen to it again.
3: <laughs> 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 we are twenty um, minutes in and still not even into the fucking I know. It's like, this is the longest episode ever. But
1: whatever. We took ten <laughs> minutes freaking John with CT about Tallahassee. Anyway, um so now we are back on the desert island and here's the premise. The Atomic Geeks are in a plane on our way to the Atomic Geeks University to give our separate speeches on what we believe to be the five founding, uh, foundations of geekdom in our civilization. When suddenly, we are trapped or basically struck down by mysterious lightning, and we all equally crash on our own separate desert island. We are each adopted by a mysterious tribe that proclaims us as their leader. And we find ourselves creating a geek civilization from the bottom up with the very uh, pieces of that said topic for speaking at the Atomic Geeks University in Acapulco. Jesus, could that get any more strained? <laughs> um, <laughs> so there we go. The basic premise is the Atomic Geeks, CT, Downs, Andrew, and I were each trapped on our own individual desert island. We are each adopted by a mysterious tribe and we are each proclaimed their leader and now have the task of establishing a new geek civilization with the materials that we have brought with us on hand makes sense yes <laughs> okay well here we go well we'll start from the uh from uh, we each selected five separate things each and uh let's start with our number fives and we'll start with well let's start with you uh CT as our guest
0: tonight oh, okay well uh as I was thinking about this topic I thought there were certainly a lot of pro- approaches one could take with it and uh so um you know I could I could have gone with like what I really thought were five things that I thought were the foundation of modern day geek culture and what has built the society that we have from uh that we have today what you know what was uh, what was our past our geek heritage so to speak um or just what are my five favorite things and 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 that you know that are the foundation for me so as I thought, as I thought about it, I was beginning to feel the burden of actually molding this society into something that was as great as it could possibly be, and so I, I tried to find some things that I thought could actually lay not only a, a geek foundation but a bit of a moral foundation as well. And so uh, the first thing I'll bring up is uh, I have this I have this book of uh, uh, from Marvel Comics. It's called Fantastic Firsts, and it's um, a series of of stories, a collection of stories that were essentially the first appearances and or origin stories for a lot of the Marvel Comics characters like the Fantastic Four, Ant-Man, Hulk, Spider-Man, the X-Men, Daredevil, so on. And I thought, um, you know, obviously there's, there's a a sort of a geek component to to this with it being the first appearance of all these major characters and Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby being, uh, being the creators of these guys. Um, but there's so many different life lessons in it too. You know, with Spider-Man, there's the great power comes great responsibility and being a hero in spite of the troubles in life and, uh, taking care of, uh, family. Um, certainly Daredevil has, uh, has the, uh, you know, the, he overcomes his uh, handicaps. Silver Surfer is in this and he sacrifices his life to save his planet. Uh, um, the X-Men have, have some, uh, um You know, there's definitely values and morals there too. So Mm -hmm. that's that would be my choice for for one of the foundations. Who who needs a
3: who needs a Bible when you've got this, eh?
0: (laughs) Well, let me just follow that pick
1: up CT by saying you are a big friggin' jerk for crying out loud. Because if 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 there's anything that I was trying to figure out, like as as like some of the foundations of geek them and picking and comic books was one I had a big problem with trying to find find something that uh, uh, kind of like established the foundation of of the superhero comics in general, and my pick for that uh for that section was essentially uh the marvel essentials uh amazing spider man which was of course you know the, his first appearance, amazing fantasy number fifteen issues one to twenty you know i I feel that spider man is probably the one of the the, the best superheroes to exist, it has the best origin ever you know sorry Superman and Batman, I feel that way, but it's also a great example of like what a superhero should be. And besides the fact there's a great cavalcade of villains that he goes through and he actually, you know, interacts with another super team, blah, blah, blah. But yours is much fucking better. No, I was just
3: – I was going to totally agree with Christian on that because I i, I wanted to try – and the, the way I approach it and I'll get into it probably is, is trying to pick different pieces of geek media or different, you know, from different uh, like movie, television, book, those types of things – And I struggled with comic book as well, not only because I'm probably the least comic book reader on the show, but how do you, how do you get 50 years, 50 plus years of comics into one small package? And, and, or how do you display or how do you get that message of comic books across to these people who I'm assuming, uh, we've taught them English, Christian, while we're on the island? And sure, sure. Well. (laughs) Yeah, so we, you know, once once they learn the finesse of the English language, then you know, what are they going to read that's going to really show them something? And I think that's kind of cool that you picked something that had not only very very good um origins and superheroes, but also sort of had the the moral background that, you know, your tribe might not kill
0: you one day. That's the goal, yes.
3: Yeah, I mean I, I
2: I totally like your your pick CT. Um that's not a book you know I would know of. Um but that is a, a great introduction or like you know a uh 101 on on what comic books are, you know, and and how to get into them totally for sure. Um I totally approach this totally different uh, because I'm totally literal. Hi, uh, Brian. Woman. No, well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I got to think about this in the real world, or you know, as real as I can be. For me, this was all about, you know, if I'm gonna be a king or you know whatever of an island and a tribe. How am I going to mold this tribe into be my minions or whatever that is they're going to be? You know what I mean? And what what are these devices that I need to do or what, you know, what do I need to do that to make these people into what I want them them to be? Because ultimately, um, I guess I'm the only one who's like this on the podcast. But you know, if I'm in control of a you know. As I put my fingers together, you know if I'm in control of one hundred or two hundred people, you know I start to think about you know world domination and, and things like that that's just the way my mind works, so you know um I did think of comic books, though I will say, and we'll get maybe we'll see how the, how in terms of the things I had and so the the difference to me was again, you know I was building. An a, army, a, an army, exactly, <laughs> and, and, uh, of, of super, super geeks. Um, yeah. And so, but for me, my comic book choice was just a personal choice, and something that I have given to a lot of people. And I think have been has so that my point was that it was easily acceptable, or, or easy for a vast majority of people to pick up on. Um, and as as we get into other things, you'll see that women play a, a lot in my tribe too. So my pick, as I look through my uh, trades here, is Sandman Briefs, Lo- Brief Lives trade paperback. I think. That's a very um, easily accessible story to get the average, uh, you know, Malumbo person into fucking
3: comic books. You know, the the, the difference Downs is that you're evil, like the fruits <laughs> of the devil, evil. Um, that, you, we were talking about that, and that that's hard because I think you made a good choice, Downs. But here it is: you've got this tribe, and you want you get them interested in comic books, and then you go, that's it. You get one. I'm sorry, I know you're. Totally addicted and you want to read more, I'm sorry, please don't eat me. No,
2: I know, and that, that's, what, that's what I like about CT's pick, honestly, and even in Christians, you know what I mean? Like, if you go with some sort of uh, anthology, you know, that's that's a much better thing to land on a on a rock with than, you know, my one-trade paper. Yeah, like,
1: my, my whole idea was just basically kind of break them in easy, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't want to go and say, hey, here's, like, the preacher. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Geek Talk, you know? Well, yeah, you can't really you can't really do something that's got like real de- deconstruction sort of uh, an a- approach to it because you haven't really established what it is you're deconstructing. So you have to kind of d- go back to the basics with something like these origin stories before you do something that we find really cool today. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's
1: so friggin' scientific for crying out loud. <laughs> no, but well, but I mean,
2: well, no, but the the thing that I, I still like my, my one pick, I still think it's an easily easily accessible. Uh, story right because it's really just about this you know it's it's all it's almost a whole reintroduction to the endless so it's a pretty fucking good um you know introduction for the average person but i I agree to the point that it's not it's not a good intro just in terms of you don't even know what a fucking comic book is you sandman king downs you sandman yes correct that will (laughs) steal your fucking dreams now do what i (laughs) said
3: uh andrew let's hear one of your picks all right well I, I think probably like, well, maybe like everyone, I, I did pick from different media, like I had said before, and I struggled with the comic book one, and I actually made a last minute change. I, I had The Watchmen, which is considered by many the best and greatest, uh, graphic novel of all time. But, based on what I was saying before, how I didn't want to just give one. I didn't want to just give something, because there's sort of different superheroes, and there's different, um, kind of attitudes in it where you've got, like, anti heroes and things like that. It's I wanted actually to go, kind of an outside-the-box story, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So then I was kind of like, you know, if you're introducing comics to people, this might not be it. That's more of an advanced read. So what I decided to go with, and this was more of a personal thing, and uh, is that I went with the Teen Titans collection. Now, hear me out, because I know I'm probably Look, one of the stupid. only Teen Titans. Hold on. One of the only Teen Titans fans... Here, I would imagine. Uh, you, have to, you have to understand. And if anyone's been listening to the
1: podcast, it's the only comic book that Andrew's ever read. <laughs>
3: Andrew, I, I don't hate
0: them. <laughs>
3: okay, well, listen to my reasoning.
1: I, I hey, Robin I is so fucking hot. In the later issues, it's Nightwing. Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, all ahead right, right
3: if I can get to this. The Teen Titans have been around for a long time. They've been through many different iterations. So you get... Things from like the, you know, the Silver Age of comics, like things a little more, maybe not Silver Age, but far enough back that, been, yeah. yeah, you get that sort of innocent teen bopper, Archie comic type of stuff and then gets a lot more serious and gets in the George Perez stuff and then continues to go on into more modern times. So not only do you get a, a vast spance of time and different writers and different perspectives of a team, that's the whole thing that you also get is a team Perspective. So you're working with your giant group in a team. They can see that cooperation and all that bullshit work well together. So, okay.
1: So you're saying you, you are bringing the entire your entire collection of the yes. Teen Titans comic books to the Atomic Geeks University in Sonny
3: Acapulco. Yes. Okay. I'm on there. An it's airplane. on an iPad. It's, it's on an on iPad. iPad. Oh, okay.
1: That's a good idea. But that yeah, kind yeah, of, I mean,
3: that's kind of a geek thing, though. That like, is. That is kind of an idea. item on itself. But let's let's assume like yeah, we, like yeah, you were was... saying like we're assuming tonight that electricity, and modes of watching these items or listening to or whatever is all accessible.
1: Well, by, yeah, by bringing in a collection, that actually kind of, uh, A, it shows a kind of a, a development of the series from a silver age to the current age of a team that starts off so innocently until basically ends up losing a member every other month. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting... So, yeah, point. I
3: understand that my, you know, I'm, I'm drawing from a very thin pile of, uh, of experience when it comes to comic books, but I didn't want to pick something that I'm into now, I wanted to get something superhero, and I think that one fits pretty well.
2: Okay.
1: All right. I'm interested in hearing uh, one of Mike Down's other picks for his uh, murderous tribe.
3: Uh, you know,
2: since I am building an army, I think, that, you know, one of the only things that would be appropriate would be The Art of War by Sun Tzu. You know, I need to teach these sons of bitches how to kill for me and to make sure that, you know, my plan for total world domination happens. So I need The Art of War.
3: With 200 people with
2: coconuts and steaks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I have more fucking on my list, brother.
1: Jeez Louise, is that, con- I mean, honestly, is that considered a foundation of geekdom?
3: <laughs> it is it is kind of geeky, but it's also used a lot in business okay. and things Le- okay, like that. Us- but the point is, is, is you got to think down. So you were on your way to the university. You didn't know you were going to crash. You're bringing that, what was your reason for bringing that to, to your uh, big display <laughs> that you're putting on the university?
2: Because we I didn't like know the whole, we didn't know the story, we didn't know the story about the university until tonight. So- yeah, I know. Christian so, uh, so I, I, all I thought we were doing was building a fucking society uh, around geekdom, and so I'm building a fucking geeky kick-ass motherfucking army. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I didn't know I was going to a university on a plane and had a limitation. It's the foundations of geekdom
1: for crying out loud! How <laughs> hard is it to grasp the topic? For Christ's sakes, why don't we just say that you're using the art of war as a basic as a basic
2: foundation for LARPing? <laughs> no. Because the real fucking world in Mike Downs is on an island. I'm going to teach the fucking people how to be a fucking army. I'm not just going to make them be a bunch of glasses wearing fucking, you know, developers who are going to sit there and do nothing. Well, you yeah. know oh, they're going to the they're going to the usurp
3: the- you and 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 take over and no
2: no 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 I have notes I have notes they can't be too smart the whole problem with this whole society is, is you have to look out for yourself anyways any king look at any fucking uh, historically you know any king who's you know you can't fucking have the people know too much so you know I I have to have a contingency plan that these people I can't educate them too much you know there has to be some sort of
3: fatal pill that I can kill them all if I need to oh my god one giant pill that all <laughs> of them suck on at the same time my. I'm not going as a king. I'm more of a god. No, I'm. Mine's more like a leader. I'm a friendly leader. That's the difference between me and Downs. So he'll get killed by his people.
1: Okay, so uh, until we hear uh, Downs' next choice, which I assume is the Anarchist Cookbook, uh, CT, why don't you tell us another one of your choices?
0: Another one of my choices. I, um, well, I went to uh, TV for my next choice, and I decided to go with, um, Star Trek, the original series, season one. Again, with um, looking at the the Geek Foundation and the Geek culture it brings, um, certainly it, you know it spawned uh, over 700 hours of science fiction TV and movies, and became the inspiration for so many more things to come. And has the classic iconic characters of Kirk and Spock, and but it's got the moral values as well as you know the acceptance of other races and uh, other cultures. Oh,
1: I'm, curi- I'm curious why you went with the original series and not the obvious superior series, the Next Generation. <laughs>
0: well, you know. The- Next, gen- see next generation and Deep Space Nine are probably my my preferences, but I just felt like as far as a foundation, I just thought that it the original series seems to be the you know the it, where everything is based on you know everything that comes is based on the original series, and that first season is actually pretty good. There's there's uh, not a whole lot of of silliness until like season two and three, so uh, there's a lot of uh, of really serious stories like The City on the Edge of Forever and, and Space Seed and those kinds of things uh, that come out of that, that uh, first uh, first year of shows. Um, I don't know. I, I well, just
1: thought you'd like to start with something good.
3: Oh, jeez. Um, so nice. <laughs> oh, no, I think I, I, I have respect you ever that. This.
1: I, yes, I've watched it. it, oh, it just, I bet it's you like,
3: haven't in like. Sit and watch it all together, or anything like that. Just you've caught some episodes once in a while.
1: i pretty much sure I've seen all the episodes, and I'm granted there are silly episodes. Man, I just love the shit out of the Next Generation. I find that the storytelling, and that is a foundation for any other civilization. That because all of a sudden you're going to have this whole tribe of goddamn Lotharios and friggin' Stoic logic jerks for crying out loud.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> I I have to say I respect that that choice. Uh, I I also like the Next Generation much better, but
0: well, so do uh, I. I mean, don't get me wrong, of I, course. I,
3: but I'm, but what, like I, I totally lost where I was going. But the choice, Sorry. no, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I had it. No, the, anyways, the choice, the choice with that one reflects a lot of original, uh, older science fiction, like I, Isaac Asimov and uh, Philip K. Dick type stories, where you're introducing not just this television series, but the concept of science fiction itself, and that's why I think that's maybe a little bit better because they, they're. When, when they were putting that television show together, they were grasping and trying to reach for new audience, for new
1: oh things. Well, I won't deny that it was a revolutionary series for crying out loud, but so, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, in comparing what I think, in comparing Star Trek, zzz, yes. I would, you know, g- win with the next generation. Of, f- of course. But yeah, but yeah, saying- but, uh,
2: yeah, but if you're talking about the better show, but if we're talking about the foundations of geekdom, <laughs> that the fucking first... Uh, Star Trek is fucking Yeah but it, that doesn't necessarily mean oh, we are oh, establishing oh. we
1: are establishing a new foundation the choice of our, our own choice to make our new foundation and I, I personally think that the next generation would have been a better choice for a foundation
3: hey, hey it's his choice it's his I oh, just saying- yeah, go, yeah pick something for your own island yeah <laughs> Get off my fucking island, you jerk. Well, you
2: know what? At the end, our fucking four islands are fighting, and we're
1: going to see who's fucking oh, out. Oh, I know. I was just about to say, I said, I'm said i wanting to rethink some of my choices, but apparently <laughs> I got friggin' you know, the cold, I mean, friggin' Super Downs over here, King Downs and his army of
2: friggin' metallic
1: men ready to attack us. For, I'll, um, I'll tell uh, you
2: what. If I don't have world domination, I'll sure as shit have your fuckers' islands. That's for damn sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where mine is.
1: So, Andrew Bloom, do you have some, uh, in the realm of television, do you have a pick for your islanders?
3: Um, No television oh. did make runner up list but uh, okay
1: well let me can i pick
3: one of, let me put one of mine
1: forward then okay yeah and uh, I, I, have, I have to uh, get me too, all excited
3: let me just get me all excited and talking and then just okay well listen,
1: just hold your load and then i'll tell mine and downs, <laughs> and we'll get back to you uh, i uh, my pick from the realm of television which i thought is essentially, it's a, almost like a cross-section of all types of geekdom, and this will become more apparent as I reveal my choice. I mean, it is a, essentially, it is the foundation for all realms of geekdom, and I thought it was a very appropriate choice, despite the fact that it wasn't in color, and I'm talking about the complete box set of the original uh, Twilight Zone series on DVD. Oh, now that is a fucking it's, really
0: good pick, actually. That's a great choice.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, but that basically, you have a cross section of friggin' stories, themes, and characters that you can't friggin' say shit
3: about. <laughs> I love and it. Oh, that's a, a shit about. <laughs> I just said it.
2: No, that, I mean, Shit I about great... Twilight Zone, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> I think it's a great choice. I'm not going to, I'm not, I am not going to say shit about it. I, Fight will, it. I will say, nice work, jerk face, but, uh,. You know, I I, I know I've seen some of the episodes. I've not watched all of the Twilight Zones. I know the ones I've seen, they're quite out there. There's, you know, Hitchcockian-type stuff and straight-out weird shit. But that's probably a good introduction to those losers on that island.
0: (laughs) What's basically, aren't they, you know, most of them are just like, Somebody wants something, somebody gets that thing, and then life goes bad for them. Isn't that essentially the the plot to every episode of The Twilight Zone?
1: Not every single episode, for crying out loud. It is a so, common theme So the lesson in some you're teaching
0: them. your islanders is uh, don't ever want anything Listen. that you can't yes. have.
1: Why don't your islanders just get back to trying to, try to make it out with green women, okay? For crying no, out loud.
2: You no, know, but Christian is doing the fucking, um, what's that movie with, uh, what's his face? Uh, j- j- <laughs> uh, j- <laughs> Welcome to the experience, th- CT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey uh, with the where he's uh, a TV show and he doesn't know it Truman Show. Truman Show. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what Christians doing he, he's getting his like, people to know. You don't really want off the island because you think it went off the island, then you're gonna die in a fucking horrible boating crash. <laughs>
1: All right, Downs. Let's hear one of your uh, friggin' deadly picks.
2: Okay. Well, for television, so I, I do have a science fiction pick, but first, again, in in the you know thinking of the utilitarian nature of the way I approach these things, um, there are a couple things on my list. Uh, I need some porn um, because you know again. Wait, wait,
1: wait. You need some porn, or <laughs> your no, islanders need porn.
2: My islanders. So the other thing we haven't really talked about in terms of the fact that I am fucking king, Downs obviously all the virgins in the village are my fucking bitches now. So I feel that I need some porn so that when I want to do some crazy-ass shit, I don't freak them fuckers out. So I need to have, <laughs> you know, I need to pass around a DVD of some porn so that they are educated in the ways of modern So popular.
1: basically you're preparing them for the eventual introduction to Little Downs.
2: Uh, it's fucking <laughs> quite the
3: opposite, as a matter of fact. Even- right? Eventual? <laughs> That's the first thing you do. Hey, wait, whoa, new tribe? Hey, how's it hey, going? Like,
2: Right, I'm, I'm the king? I'm the king? <laughs> <laughs> Bend all those bitches over. Um, uh, <laughs> the other thing, again, speaking of utilitarian, um, I would want to have the entire series of Martha Stewart cooking so that, you know, my fucking <laughs> can fucking hook me up with some food. Wait, okay, hold on yeah, a second like, there, because I'm picking number seven. Is that seven one now? of your picks? Is that one of your picks? So I'm counting you guys all down with your
1: picks. Is that one of your picks, Martha Stewart's cooking? I have, uh no, uh, so I have a bunch you of... You get
2: five. That was the rule. You get five. So think about it carefully. No, I, so one of my picks then is an iPad with all of this shit on it, motherfucker. And it's a bunch of TV series and my books then. Media. So, uh, again, like I said, I think there's some media that I want to expose these people so to. So basically when you have an iPad.
1: That's not fair. You can't just, like, I mean, collections is kind of pushing it. But you can't say, here's an iPad and it's got everything on it.
3: Breaking the law. Breaking the law. He's fine. Home? Fuck you then. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Is that, am, I being, am I being unfair in no, saying that? No, when I because when I was saying the Teen Titans shit and we said put it on the iPad, I'm saying that's that's kinda cheating. I got the hard copies. <laughs> it's a really you're, big you're, you're,
2: suitcase. Yeah. Give, give me a fucking break. You're carrying uh, three
3: comic book boxes full of Dude, comic books? I was in an airplane on my way to give a presentation. I
1: gotta He's a bring professor my process. At- He's a professor at the Atomic Geeks University in Sunny Acapulco. He can get all the fucking luggage room he needs. Well, he's got
0: right. a, a TA carrying all that stuff, like Dury probably carrying it for
3: him. That, that, there you great. go. Dury's carrying it, and uh, <laughs> Dury's, yeah, Dury's my bitch. You heard that, Dury, right here. <laughs> and he'll probably carry porn for himself, so I don't have to worry about bringing it.
2: Fucking assholes. <laughs> Should we come back to you? Well, Mike? no, I mean, no, but, like, so I have a couple TV shows, then I have like... That I, that I wanted to talk about. That I, had, I had an area of TV shows that I, that I would li- like to see.
1: Okay, well, let's, what's this collection of TV shows that you have on your iPad that you have on the island?
2: Exactly. So there's some porn there. I have all of Martha Stewart so that my bitches can make some food. Yes. Uh, can
0: I ask, when did Martha Stewart become geek? She's not, but
2: no. she's just a, fun, a good, good ass cook. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't know who else to pick in terms of geeky food. Look, like
1: just, just, roll with it. C.T. Downs' warriors need sustenance, and they must be done in a very particular. Well, I mean, way. like
0: this <laughs> Alton Brown or somebody like that, who's pretty geeky. I... <laughs> yeah. who? So, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Got... He's got his Alton
3: mean. Brown? He's got his mean tribes who are going to kill everyone, but they like their food um, prepared well, and it's got to look nice, or they're not going to eat.
1: <laughs> That's right. The table has to be arranged just so. <laughs>
2: It's got to be home cooked meals, man. My fucking soldiers need their food.
3: Well, there ain't okay. no McDonald's on the island. I'll tell you that much.
2: Um, and the next one I had was again in, in the utilitarian category was either a homes on homes or for our U.S. friend like a this old house again. So you know my peeps can fucking build me a nice wood log cabin, i.e., castle or you know whatever.
1: Right or fortress, right or for- fortress. Why don't you say fortress, <laughs> yes. fortress. Okay fortress. Okay, so this is all under your like your third pick cuz I got your Sandman, yes. your Art of War and then your iPad of Plenty, right? Yes. Okay. And so and, it, and, and, the,
2: and the last thing is
1: is in yes, this, eye to this. Yes. Yes. So
2: <laughs> in, in your geek to cover off the fucking mandatory categories was yes. my geek Oh, you mean, you mean the foundations of the topic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, the go ahead those strict yes. rules that we have to follow. Doctor Who, the old original uh series, uh the first couple series is, uh from the 50s and 60s, I think that is Okay,
1: so so you're going way before the scarf dude, then. You're going the guy with the friggin' ascot or the frilly collars and shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, like way back to when it was almost like scary, like X-Files. William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton would be the first two.
1: Here we go. Here's our new expert on Dr. F and Who, for crying out loud, CT from Tallahassee. Welcome, uh, (laughs) CT. Well, thank you, Mr. Downs, for uh, throwing that last little bit of geek in there to make this pick veritable. (laughs) Um, all right, Andrew, let's hear that topic you just couldn't wait to tell us all about.
3: Well, okay. I have or an iPad a... with all these... No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got every piece of Everything. scientific lecture, li- literature well, this, ever written. Downs'
3: first two picks could go on his iPad as well, and then he would only be at one pick. But, there's, you know, this is one, and, and because I didn't have a TV one, I'm going to break into movies right now, and... Um this is one that I am making the assumption that more than one person is going to have this on the, I'll could, tell you right now this that section
1: uh, well revealing anymore my, my my choices was the hardest one to not to crack. Oh so really? Go ahead.
3: This yeah. one this one I found very easy and this goes from what made me into a geek. I have to say obviously well, well, we are, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, all 6 films. My only question is what order do I show my uh tribe The movies. No, I think the first question
1: is, is what
0: versions are you going to be showing your tribe? Well, I think you would probably use the prequels for, like, torture. Like, the people who... (laughs) Who you don't like who have tried to do an uprising or whatever. You capture them, you well, put them in a the dungeon, and you force them to watch the prequels. And that's
3: why I wouldn't start with those. I would, I would probably want to do it in the same order that I watched it. Although they might be like, "What the fuck is a prequel?" Well, I don't, but, I, I would, I'm just amazed
1: right you now because CT's claws are coming out.
3: Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like Star Wars for so many people, so many people our age, this is their introduction to to, to space, the final frontier, <laughs> but you know watching star wars for the first time and and maybe because they are classified better movies and they are we'll start with those four five and six and then explain what a prequel is to everyone and then show them the first ones but i think you got to have star wars if you're gonna talk
0: geek well ct rebuttal i uh i did not have star wars on my list but i i didn't think about putting it on there um mm. But ultimately, because I had Star Trek, um, and I know that there's, you know, I I feel like Star Trek people and Star Wars people can get along. But ultimately, because I had the um, the space covered with Star Trek, I opted to not include Star Wars on my list. Yeah, I will but say was, though. That, sorry. Well, it, but it was it was something I considered, and if I had seven, you know, six or seven items, it, it probably would have gotten on there. It,
3: yeah, it has to. It at least makes honorable mention, even if it didn't make it into your giant suitcase that got on the plane. Star Wars needs to be considered. You, you, you can't even call yourself a geek if you're not considering Star Wars at any point. I will say that the benefit to Star Trek, and I am a fan of both, and I'm a big fan of both, um, is that Star Trek has so much more to choose from. Star Wars has, you know, the six movies. And, of course, you have Clone Wars and cartoons and spinoffs. But, I mean, for the real...
1: And the holiday special. And the holiday special. uh, The the novels and the comic books.
3: And the Martha Stewart uh, Star Wars Christmas (laughs) cookbook. That's
1: on Downs' iPad island. Yeah. I have that. that. I
3: have that shit, man. (laughs) But I think... Like, I mean, Downs, don't you agree that you you should
2: have some Star Wars? Uh, On my list, if I'm talking about film, you know, I thought about... Honestly, I was like, you know, do you put something like Godfather on or something like Pulp Fiction, which are, to me... My geeky interest in film come from an, somewhat an artsy uh, bent, but I think, as you say, I don't know how Star Wars doesn't get on that list. It's on my magical iPad that has a huge fucking hard drive. I mean, that's just the way it goes.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, CT, let's, let's hear another one of your choices. Well, here's my uh, probably my one of my more unconventional choices. Um, I was thinking about, uh, what would we do? What would we play? And, uh, and so I decided to choose a Dungeons and Dragons player's handbook. Oh, nice. And I don't really, I don't really care about uh, which edition it is. I happen to have the third edition, um, that I used to play years ago. It could be whatever. Um, but I guess I was thinking from the standpoint of, uh, you know, you could pick a video game or you could pick some, something like that that you could play, but, but ultimately those things do go out of date where, while there are rules changes and updates and things like that uh Dungeons and Dragons is uh it doesn't really go out of date because it's always about you know your imagination and, and whatever you can come up with and then uh it does lay the found, uh, foundation for for my culture uh that I'm forming here of uh storytelling and coming up with our own ideas and and uh and because we have a limited a number of things that that are on uh they were on the plane with me, so we have to come up with our own things, our own entertainment, and this will be a great way of sort of training um, the the people to do that.
1: Well, CT, I'll tell you right now, it looks like you and I are of the same mind, but in this case, I win because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have one uh, of my choice, and one of my choices was essentially uh, Wizards of the Coast has come out with the new. Um, uh, Dungeons & Dragons starter kit, which essentially is, is an, the, the new kind of a starter kit for people who are interested in playing Dungeons & Dragons in the new universe of rules and rules of play. And I figure if this if this tribe is going to get into the 21st century of geekdom, they might as well start off with, you know, the, the current rules of Dungeons & Dragons. So essentially, this is just basically the starter kit is essentially, uh, you know, beginning class, like beginning adventure, beginning uh, uh Framework for dungeon master's. You get the dies and a selection of uh, limited selection of characters and classes, and you just go from there. But you don't get all. You don't get all the rules. You don't get a full player's handbook, and that, do you? It's a start. It's a foundation. <coughs> Foundation of Dungeons and Dragons, a place to begin
2: and grow. Okay, alright. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, man. My fucking Martha Stewart eating fucking home <laughs> hardware watching soldiers, super soldiers, are gonna mow your geeky Dungeons and yeah, Dragons asses to the fucking ground.
1: I, right right after a hearty feast of friggin', you know, uh, baked ham with uh, rose tomatoes for crying out loud, they're gonna take their spears and jump out of their fortress with the, we're freaking uh, ducks and freaking windowsills and shit and
0: mow us down. You, you guys will show up on our island and we'll all be rolling dice for initiative. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hold on. Hold exactly. on.
0: I got to see how many hit points
3: I have before we fight. Now, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> no, I'll be mean, like fucking dead. I gotta is s- it my
2: turn to stab you yet?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, that's a great choice. I think that's an awesome choice, CT, because I... I'm... No, no, Christian, because mine is better. <sighs> Christian, because you're louder. That might be the only reason. The- the thing I had, no, I like CT's choice because he said it first. But the 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 <laughs> thing is, is a lot of people played Dungeons and Dragons in the '80s, and you know when Christian was uh, thirty. We, uh, but it's such. It's also a very interactive game, you know, with your tribe and everything like that. I didn't even think about this. This is that's the ultimate in geek, and you don't need electricity.
2: Oh, no, that's exactly effect, yeah.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> um. Let's see where we're at here. Oh yeah, we talked to Downs it. about his, his magic iPad, Andrew. Let's hear another one of your choices. No. Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, in uh, fact, uh, it's not a magic iPad, but we'll get back to that.
3: Okay, we'll get back to that, Andrew. All right. Um. All right, I'll stick with that that type of theme that that uh, CT started with. Going with games, and I know CT's saying, you know, you don't want games because they get dated, but I'm dealing with a tribe who has never seen this shit before. So what do I bring? I bring a video game, and which one? Super Nintendo. Do you know why? Because it's all new to them, motherfucker. And <laughs> you you start with the basics, right? You don't have a too confusing a controller. It's not too lifelike, so they get scared. You know, you, you've got all these games, and what better than the system that we grew up on, or I grew up on, that's going to help transform them into geeks? You've got great great video games like you know super punch out and excite bike and all whatever um and you have all the games I, I brought the entire library of games and and downs if you're worried about it i have an emulator it's all on one small disc that just goes into my magic super nintendo um <laughs> and that way we have you know i don't know hundreds of games a good easy start for everyone it gets them inter- you know into it and i kind of thought There's no point in bringing my PS three because we're not getting updates. I'm not getting new games. There's nothing, so I only have what they've come up with so far. So I don't need to be the latest and greatest.
1: Yeah, you know what? I was thinking again. uh, Great minds think alike. Uh, You said Super Nintendo. Uh, I brought myself a freaking Mame arcade cabinet with basically, you know, uh, with the foundation of the cornerstones. ...of uh, video gaming, you know, your, your Pac-Man, your Miss Pac-Man, your Dig Dugs, things like that, where basically it all got started. Simple two-button joystick, uh, get there and play them games, uh, villagers, until the, the, new, the new hotness arrives.
2: Well, I also had a game system um while uh you know we stopped on the way to a fucking hotel a fucking aspen wherever the fuck it is we're going and I happened to right and I happen to get a Bally's uh kiss pinball machine and uh you know so my only the best of my warriors would be allowed to play my kiss pinball machine and learn the basics of gameplay on pinball
1: okay so that's actually a very good choice you know pinball is the cornerstone for, for, especially for me, a, a friggin' uh, video game and basically arcade etiquette, for crying out loud. But, uh, so basically, Downs' is number two final, second last pick is a Kiss Pinball Machine, where they learn how to tilt.
2: Exactly. Well, I mean, and I'm a, you, you know I'm a big pinball. Again, I, gaming to me goes back to pinball. That's where, for my, for our, I think most of, well, maybe us older guys, that's where gaming started before. Even cabinets, you know what I mean? It was pinball first.
1: I love the pinball, and let me tell you, it's just a shame that that's basically, within the next 10 years, you'll never probably see another new machine ever again, for crying out loud. It's a crying shame. Um, CT, let us uh, you got a couple of picks left. Let's hear your uh, second to last.
0: Second to last. I, um, I had a hard time. I uh, wanted to pick something uh, from a particular genre, and I had a hard time focusing in on one, and so this might be cheating, but uh, uh, at this point, who cares? Um, I decided, what about... <laughs> What about uh, just a big box of random action figures? Uh, I'm thinking like I, I go to a garage sale and some kid's mom, uh, some kid who's grown up, his mom is selling a bunch of action figures and it's just they're all in a big box. And so in this box are just some G.I. Joes and Transformers and Star Wars yes. figures. Yes, C- and-
1: CT, you, you have to go somewhere else to get these action figures to bring with you because you would know no have no idea where to get them
0: yourself. Well, you know, a lot a lot of these old figures I've actually um I've actually sold off uh, what what I used to have as a kid. So I'm thinking you know, these vintage the, the vintage ones, not not the ones that are that are out in stores now, but but the ones that we grew up with even and uh so just some random random set of these things um just to inspire play for the the kids and and uh you know, imagination, so much of what, you know, uh what I did as a kid playing these action figures and coming up with stories and 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 uh that's the foundation of of why I love all this stuff today.
3: GI Joe, that's what did it for me.
0: Yeah. Jeez, well, you're a, again once again, CT, you're a jerk
1: because uh, my my last my number one pick was essentially, and I went back to superheroes. I went back to superheroes in general because for me, as far as my personal foundations of geekdom, uh, my twelve uh, inch Mega Superman action figure was a big part of me, you know establishing the geek world in my own imagination you know, basically crafting my own adventures in my own stupid little adolescent head, you know, flying around that Superman, you know, doing whatever the hell he's doing. So you have many more action figures, so you win, but still, my island has a 12-inch Mago Superman.
3: <laughs> There's so many jokes in there, I don't even want to try. Anyway, let's move on to Andrew Bloom. <laughs> I don't have toys. Um, okay, being, you know, going for all the different, media because on my island i am the king of all media sorry howard stern um i had to bring lord of the rings the book the book now i thought about the movies and i kind of went, well i brought a movie already and what are we gonna do sit around and watch movies now one of the you know greatest tales ever told uh is lord of the rings Although, you know, the books can be a little, little drawn out, I figure people can have some quiet time and they can go fuck off and leave me alone and read this book. <laughs> um, but I, I really enjoyed those books. Obviously, I've read them more than once growing up and and I find that you get more out of them or different things out of them at different points in your life and definitely added to my geekness, um, just having them on my shelf, uh, the women turn and run. The um, So I thought that would be, you know, obviously something that I'd, that I'd like to bring in and share.
1: I fear, I fear the women that you see because they see a book and run. Ah, yeah. literature! What is that, golly? <laughs> of
3: course, I'm naked when I'm showing it to them.
1: Oh, that's right. Well, they're not but fans I mean,
3: of Tom Bombadil, so they don't want to see that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, who is that?
1: Um, I mean, you can't. Again, that's another. Again, another foundation of geekdom. You just can't freaking argue with. It. I mean, Lord of the Rings. It's like fantasy. It's like the the handbook for you know freaking sword and sorcery fantasy.
3: Yeah. And I, I, you know, thought about things like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I thought the, the humor in that, although awesome, so awesome, it, it, it's going to be lost on these people, I'm imagining. So I kind of thought, yeah, well, let's get part. a, yeah, I, I said, let's get a good story. You know, I guess you could go with Harry Potter, but even a lot of that stuff. And, and this is maybe thinking about it too much. It's, it's going to be, it might be lost on people, but. I just pictured myself, you know, the big bonfire with, as Downs calls it, all my bitches around me, you know, reading to the reading. To that's the,
1: that's the mental picture I had in my head. I know, you know, and there's Andrew, you know, turning a page, and then and the what? Uh, Gandalf the Gray was pulled back in by uh, the you have uh, no what's idea. That, you just stop right there. Have you even read those have you, books? Have you seen the movies? <laughs> I've seen I've seen the first you know, here we go, oh, it's ruined uh-oh. my geek right- I've only seen the first one. Oh my god.
3: I know. Oh, you know it was on episode 84. I know. I know. What's the I <laughs> episode 85, we taiked his and beat him. That, that is yes, ridiculous.
1: I know it's ridiculous.
3: Have you read the books? Jesus. No. Oh my god. No, but oh.
1: here they win in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Ah! It's a good thing you didn't win. uh God, it's each. just, anyway, I'm not, you know, I, I'm horrible. I'm horrible for not I mean, I I know how it ends, geez, duh. But, I mean, it's just, you know, the extended editions come out, and it's like three hours.
3: I of am sending of the you installments,
1: the books. And it's like, it's like, you know, who has three hours? You know, the, anyway, you, it's horrible, you horrible. You have three hours. I don't have three hours. You I'm spending all this time days. talking to jerks from Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding for crying out loud. But what I want to hear is <laughs> Downs' final pick for his island of geekites.
2: Well, uh, first of all, I think it's pretty funny that you guys are giving me all so much shit when then Bloom's all talk about his bitches. And, in fact, all I proposed is, you oh. know, some some media, uh, a book, which you guys have talked about a book. I said a comic book. I said some fucking uh, geeky TV show. So fuck you. You said um, iPads and, 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 and all the stuff, and I just, and, and, and well, no, and, my, and, a, a, and a pinball machine, and so instead, I, had, uh, I had no problem with the pinball machine. I mean, right, also, exactly. Homes on Home,
1: that's right, I, and and I said Homes on home and freaking Martha Stewart's cooking for
2: drive. <laughs> well, so what those are is those are on my last thing, which is, I guess it's a tricked out. Mac. um, you know, for me, the other thing that my minions need to be good at is they need to be computer whizzes. Um, And I was first thinking about, you know, they need to learn DOS and all that, really, you know, in programming languages. And so, you know, did they need to be having a Commodore 64? But no, I figured, you know, I would just have a tricked out, tricked out, tricked out, the best MacBook Pro you could ever have. Um, And it would have, you know, uh, emulators for computer languages. And that is where my TV shows would reside to get back to the other thing. Um, so it's really just a computer, a ton of media on it, which I mentioned earlier. But the other thing is that this is also, you know, a learning device for them to learn how to, you know, uh, write language. So I I was thinking like a supercomputer because, you know, I didn't imagine that the internet exists. So it's not like they can look up things. It's not like it's totally infallible, but it just has, it happens to have, you know, a couple topics I was researching, I guess, on.
3: I I thought you were, I was about to say, and the next thing he has is the internet. But the, it's it's actually the computer from War Games, isn't
1: it? <laughs> uh, let me just say, I mean, as far as of all of your picks, that is an inspired choice. Because if there's That's... any foundation needed to basically create a friggin' snobbish island of geeks, a uh, the, the good place to start would be, you know, the Macintosh computer. <laughs> oh, <Zane. laughs> Fuck you. I would have gone with... No, but I mean, a computer in general, but I mean, granted, it's a Mac, so I mean, that has my own personal problems with it, but I mean, it, it is, for a lot of geeks, the Mac is a point of pride, and uh, I, there's no there's no arguing in that. Would
3: you separate nerds and geeks with between PCs and Macs? Because PCs, you know, I had a PC before I got my Mac, and I loved it because, not because it worked ever, but because... I could take it apart and put in different components and things like that, which I'm, I can't do with my laptop. I'm not touching you know, my MacBook. I mean, uh, I'm a nerd me, and, and I have a Mac. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh. So there you go. See, again, this this is such blurred lines with this whole thing. I still have a problem. Uh, that, that, you know, basically, I know we've tried to talk about it, like in the very one of our first episodes. You know, trying to classify what is a geek and what is a nerd. I still don't think it's clear at all. To be totally honest,
3: just to you, Christian, just to you. All
2: right. Just well, and and um, just just to get back to the Mac thing. I mean, the reason why I choose a Mac when I thought about I I, I thought about computers. You know, d- does this need to be an IBM ThinkPad or something, or even like you know some of those tricked-out Ferrari PCs? Um, because in fact, you know, DOS and Windows or whatever, and Unix and all that. Well, Unix is on Mac actually, but you know, all the, a lot of those languages, C all those languages reside primarily on on the Windows or PC interface. But mm-hmm. when I when I thought about I want the best computer I can have. I'm sorry. This MacBook Pro that I've had now for the last year puts to fucking shame every computer that I've had in the last 20 years. I mean, I'm telling you, I reboot this thing once every month maybe. I mean, it is just an amazing computer, and that is why ultimately I went with, you know, it's my computer almost today, but it's just tricked out with, you know – a ton of computer knowledge, a ton of media that I I happen to just have on this you know m- amazing hard drive space. But I'm not saying it's you can look up anything. They can't look up how to get the fuck off the island. You know what I mean? It's not like it's a fucking anything. It's-
1: no, no, no. I mean, we're not
2: getting into th- those semantics for crying
1: out yeah, loud. Yeah, I mean, I and I don't want to go into another big friggin diatribe of my feelings on Mac for crying out loud. I mean, I would just sooner. People who use computers, just be happy with the computers they have and just shut up about it, for Christ's sakes. You know what I mean? I don't give a rat's ass, you know, uh-huh. how good it is or whatever. If you're happy with it, great. But don't start fucking bashing other people with other com- freaking computers. You know what I mean? Uh, episode, episode
0: me. 34 all over again. Uh-
2: yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: You know what I mean? i got a PC I've used, uh, and I've had this friggin' box for God knows how long, and it has never let me down, you know well, what I mean? Because I know how to take care of it. You know what, right, Chris? So. you got to
3: watch yourself, too. If you start bashing Mac, you got to look into your pocket and see your iPhone.
1: No, hey, but no, I've made it perfectly clear, for crying out loud, how much I love my iPhone and how much I love my touch, for crying well, out loud. I love it. Take your iPhone. You know I mean?
3: Make it a laptop.
1: But I have worked professionally on Macintosh computers, and let me tell you, the, my, my experience, my personal experience with it, and it could be due to my... My own lack of knowledge, most likely it is, has not been good. All right. Let's keep going. And yeah, because anyway, well,
2: so, Chris is just wrong, so let's just move on.
1: Anyway, and, 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 you know what? I don't need a bumper sticker on my, on my fucking car telling people,
2: hey, I'm going make a thud for Christ. And anyway, and I don't have want. that either. It's just
1: – I'm telling Yeah, you, but there are people like, out there who like that. You just it's just vindictive. I it's a stupid and poignant. I have it tattooed on my face. Andrew, let's hear your number one last pick to – for your tribe's foundation of geekdom.
3: Well, this one may have the some controversy. Well, not controversy. I just don't think I'm going to get much of a response, except maybe from Downs. Like I said before, I tried horrible. to hit all. Socks. <laughs> I tried to hit all. Violence. <laughs> Immediate. It. It's
2: horrible. <laughs> um, That's you know,
3: you know, when people say guilty pleasures, you're guilty about it. All right, <laughs> I had to think of something. I, I love how much never lived that like, down. Like, nice work. but oh, well,
1: thank God you're so honest. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have an episode today for crying out <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, Two points for you. Okay. My, my next one, I went to the world of music because a lot of my life is, is surrounded by music. And a lot of what I listen to is kind of, you know, made me who I am today. God forbid. Um, but I had to choose the Weezer discography. Because if there's a band out there that's full of geeks, it's Weezer. And if there's you know anything that speaks to geeks, it's got to be Weezer. I didn't think I didn't know if I'd get much of a response on that, but well, I mean, what little I know about music in general, I do
1: know that "In the Garage" is probably the one of the geekiest songs ever made. There you go,
3: and that's what so, I got to have down.
2: And well, and you know what? I mean, I'll talk this. You know, I thought about music uh, quite a bit, but you know. We've actually kind of taken a stance almost as the Atomic Geeks to not include music as a geeky interest, which I don't personally agree with because right. I think – especially because I think the majority of us are geeky about music, which I find funny. But it's just not considered a geeky topic. So there's, unless, or, um, unless you're into
1: stuff like nerdcore or things like They Might Be Giants, that's kind of more like a, a geek – super geek centric kind of music
2: yeah i, I just don't think it's fair though that you say that it's so what it's okay to talk about geeky music but, but we can't just be geeky about music you know what i mean like no, i think not,
3: that's fine i think but i think ge- music in general we kind of say music is a cool thing as well as much as you yeah. can geek out to music and stuff we set our boundaries and i know i'm breaking them tonight Yeah, like but andrew fine. is uh, nobody but, no, but andrew's geeky about porn but we don't talk about
2: that I t- I mentioned porn earlier, but but I mean uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because I thought a lot about music. I thought, do I, you know, a- again, again, I, you know, I approached my community of of islanders differently than you folk did, uh, you know. So it's like, you know, do I play Metallica only 24 seven so they're angry bitches? Okay.
1: All right, okay. But well, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. I'll I want I want
2: music is all I'm saying. I, I have music is with me on my computer.
1: Okay, so on top of on the top of on the top of your head what is the geeky music that you want to inspire tribes to spread bloodshed all across uh, the islands?
2: Uh, but thats I, I didn't really think of it that way. So that, You know what I mean? Like, music is more for me than it is for
3: them, I guess. You okay. Know I mean? well, and that's what I... For me, anyways, and I think, although I'm going into music and let's not continue on to that, um, I picked something that I felt had sort of geeky interest and could kind of round out all the media that I've got. And I find... Weezer as you know as much as they're super cool I think and in emo music and everything like that Weezer has a geek side to them and well, and it fits
1: it is a band that essentially has been labeled as kind of geek in general right for crying out loud. so I, I think, I think okay. it's a
0: great choice I I, w- I was thinking about putting music on as well and I think Weezer is a great uh, a great selection if I thought about them I probably would have chosen them as my mm. music choice uh, as well I thought about I thought about soundtracks and movie scores and all kinds nice. of things and I ultimately didn't Put any kind of music in, but, but that's you. that's a great uh, that's a great suggestion.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, well far, I, 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 just, I just think it shows we all thought about music as you know as being some sort of component, right, in our Except list. Except
1: for me, I did not think about it at all. Because
2: you
3: never think about music.
1: I think about music, but not for this topic. Jesus. Um, well, uh, it's uh, fitting that we end uh, with our uh, honored guest uh, for this evening, uh, CT. What is your final pick for your Islanders?
0: Well, I had the hardest time uh coming up with coming up with five um what i what I found I did not have was a movie choice uh, and so I wanted to pick a movie choice and um one thing I thought about was um coming up with something like uh a computer animation or a cartoon or some sort of um you know like a disney movie even and uh and I did think about uh su- suggesting like toy Story or WALL-E or something like that but but I wound up moving away from that and and instead uh I chose. The Muppet Movie, um, because I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, you may have seen it on the blog, um, but I am a huge Muppet fan. And um, and going back to the, what I was saying originally, there's there's tons of moral values, uh, you know, especially in that Muppet Movie. You know, living the dream and friendship and loyalty and uh, staying staying true to your to, to your word and and all these things that come out of that movie. But um, but there's an artistic value in that movie as well, as far as uh, what's going to inspire. Uh, the people in this geek culture um, uh, to make their own movies or make their own shows or do their own sort of entertainment. And there's, there's a lot to be said for puppeteering and what's accomplished in that movie. I thought about selecting something that, that uh, like Henson did later on, like labyrinth or dark crystal or something that was more intricate. But, but I felt like this was something that, uh, that the tribe could actually accomplish. You know, you can, you can make a sock, a puppet and, and it, be entertaining but uh, it's hard to make the stuff that he makes later on as, so, as uh, long
3: as you can make a coconut into something you're
0: doing all right exactly yes i think you can make a coat you could cut a coconut in half and there you you've got a puppet go. so that that's that's my final choice the muppet movie well,
1: well thank you ct for bringing a heart you jackass to this episode <laughs> of the atomic geek podcast i gotta
0: say one
3: thing DJ. <laughs> DJ would be so on your side right now if he was here because yeah, yeah. he is a big muppet fan i i also like the muppets quite a bit but not nearly as much as DiGiovanni. He is a Muppet. I think he actually is a Muppet. He might. I
1: also... I, I love that movie in in general. And it tell, have you ever looked into buying the soundtrack for that friggin' thing? I do it's have like it. Near, it's impossible. Bro. I I have it. Like I have the vinyl uh, somewhere in my basement around here. But like to buy it on iTunes or a, a
0: CD of it, it's friggin' like. Fifty dollars. It's, it's out of print, but I I wound up buying it when it was still in print, and so it's uh, I've got one of the you know like the five or whatever they made. So, nice.
2: oh, wow. sure. a Little yeah, a little bit of geek cred there. And
0: and there's music in that movie, so there you go. There's uh, there's there's my music edition too. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not, I mean, I hate to
1: admit it. I downloaded that soundtrack illegally because I just had to hear it again for crying out loud. Um. So, uh, booyah, booyah. Um. So, well, there we go. That was a pretty good friggin' arrival discussion on the desert island. Um. Before we move on to our atomic picks, I'm gonna go round the table again, and I we never heard what the name of your tribe was, and I'm really interested in hearing what that could be, and uh, we're gonna start with humma humma humma. Andrew Bloom.
3: All right. I was wondering if you're going to get to this. Um, (laughs) Of course, finding my island, I will name that island Awesomer, because that island is awesomer than any of yours. So my tribe will be called the Citizens of (laughs) Awesomer. Citizens of Of Awesomer. Because it doesn't matter. Hey, Downs, is is your island really good? Yes, mine's awesomer. (laughs) <laughs> and that name will go down for the ages
1: until D- Downs' tribe makes its first trip and kills um, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and. Uh, my, my tribe uh, name is 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 very uncreative. Uh, based on my Twitter account, I'm going to call them the Hunk Burgerites because
0: uh, I just like the sound of that Hunk. Burgerites, CT, what is the name of your tribe? Well, I wanted to uh, honor the man who's not here tonight, Mr. DiGiovanni. And so my name is is, uh, sort of based on that. And I thought since the idea is that we're using these people to create a geek culture, I wanted to name these people the air quotes. That way our island motto can be, (laughs) I'm using air quotes here.
3: (laughs) Everything you're doing, (laughs) let's build this house using air quotes. That's me. I'm an air quote. what a great name, CTU.
1: Glorious suck up. Um, and finally, and the icing on the cake, the Piste de Resistance, Michael Downs, please grace us with your wonderful tribe's name.
2: There is no way to live up to this. Uh, so in fact, um, These bitches don't get a name. I am the fucking all-important god and king of the fucking island. So the island is called Downs, and I am Downs, and they don't fucking even get names. They are fucking peons. They are fucking my executioners and fucking sex slaves. They are fucking nothing. (laughs) So when they say, who's that bloodthirsty tribe
1: coming over the horizon? (laughs) I don't know, but they're sure ugly. You, you, they, no, they they downs.
2: they ain't fucking ugly. I have some fucking beautiful women. All, all, all you all you, you just hear one word, downs, and then your downs. fucking island is burnt down to the ground. It's not it's the even last plural. name you
0: hear. Yeah, it, it's, it, not it, it's
2: like it's like it's it's like in Lost when that fucking uh, shit start. You see that black smoke. You got fucking twenty four hours to get the fuck out of town. You hear that word downs and the drums coming. You get the fuck out of town because my I, I think, army I is think, coming to take you bitches out.
1: I think one of the dreams I have for this podcast that maybe one day that we will actually generate fan fiction.
2: And this episode will be the subject of it. Well, because the, the, thing, the thing I forgot to say was that, you know, um, for anyone who's ever read, and I, uh, CT's probably has, but any, whoever, you know, we talked about the bold opinion stuff. You know, I've mentioned having my own cult before. This isn't really new territory for me. So, you know, I've thought about this shit a lot. You know, I would like to have. Yeah,
1: you know, like, and I, I was just really, really, really trying to forget it. Um, <laughs> it will happen one day. You just, one day. Just, and we can only hope. Uh, so way. email downs if you want membership he's got the pamphlets and the uh the fruit juice for you to <laughs> go along with that that's right okay so this is the point uh in the podcast ct where we move on to our atomic, atomic picks.
0: picks and you being our guest i will give you the privilege of telling us your atomic picks first well thank you I, let me just first say that it's been a very uh uh fun experience tonight and a pleasure to be here and i appreciate the opportunity and uh uh, it's, it's an honor to have the opportunity to, uh, give an atomic pick this evening. And, uh, I have two actually, um, as we talked about earlier in the episode, nerd lunch, uh, focuses on nerd things and lunch things. So I wanted to hit both things as, uh, as a part of my atomic pick. And, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge fan of action figures and, uh, particularly GI Joe action figures. I collect the, um, the 25th anniversary style line and, um, my first pick is not for a, a, a figure in particular, but instead for a, a cool online store called Marauder Gun Runners, which is located at MarauderInc.com. And at this online store, they actually sell all kinds of uh, uh, weapons and gear made for the three-and-three-quarter-inch scale lines. So you can buy um, all kinds of things for G.I. Joe and Star Wars and anything that's size that uh, that scale. So they've got guns and knives and computers and comm gear and Um, Diorama kinds of things like bunk beds and lockers and barrels and uh, uh, chicken wire and all kinds of stuff. And they even got super specialized stuff like things for police and firemen, including um, one thing that they're going to be carrying soon is a Halligan tool, which is a special firefighter piece of equipment that's got a pickaxe and a hatchet and a crowbar all in one unit. And um, they're really good prices, and the shipping is only $1.45 uh, no matter where your order is going, so that includes Canada, and um, I can even post the URL uh, on the comments section of the the, of the your Atomic Geeks. I'm sorry, the AtomicGeeks.com website. And then my second atomic pick is um, it's sort of just a, a mention. It's um, my wife surprised me last week with the purchase of the new Hostess Snack Cakes that have been <laughs> thematically linked to DC superheroes. And they've got a Superman and Batman picture on a couple of their regular products like Twinkies and Cupcakes. But they also have created Flash Cakes, which are uh, the cream-filled chocolate cupcakes with red and yellow icing. And then the very oddly named Glow Balls, which are essentially the snowballs but colored green. And uh, <laughs> See, this is I've the had, kind I've of – sh- I've
2: had Glow Balls before, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of shit that we as Canadians are missing out on, man. Yeah. We talked about this on another episode. There's a whole world of of edible things that we are not privy to. For Christ's sake, so it not makes g- me angry. You're not getting this
3: stuff up. You're not. Get, you do not get hostess. Oh, no. uh... nah. We don't get. Nah. We don't get the snack cakes and the, the flash cakes. They go through you faster than anything else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah! Oh, boy. We're not supposed to talk during Atomic Picks. Andrew, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. What, what, what I guess what, what I want to mention about it, what's really cool about it, is that these are not connected to anything but the comics. They're not uh, based on the cartoon. It's not like the Brave and the Bold or the Green Lantern movie or, or anything like that. It's connected to actually the comic books. They've got the Justice League emblem on it. And uh, so it's really cool to see these products showing up <clears throat> that are based on uh, the characters from the comics and not something else. And I, I just thought that was worth mentioning. I Not, think
1: that's uh, is that's it? pretty that's pretty darn cool CT. I mean I'd like to eat myself a flash cake or at least have the opportunity to eat a flash cake for sakes. Um Mr. Downs, your atomic pick a poliz.
2: Okay, I've got a Atomic Pick and Atomic Pan. First up is a uh, TV show called A Lost Girl. It's a new TV show. It's actually Canadian uh produced, shot and uh in Toronto here and it uh premiered on Showcase last week uh to the biggest number Showcase in Canada has ever seen and um when I looked at when I saw this online, I mean there were tons of seeds for lots of people talking about it. So this could be a little bit of a breakout show here at least in terms of Canadian uh, television and maybe it gets picked up online, but uh you know it's about this woman who has this kind of weird power, doesn't know what she is, and it turns out she's uh you know kind of split between two factions. Uh very kind of cool little show. Uh you know a lot of people are saying it's kind of reminiscent of Buffy, uh especially funny enough after our conversation with Tom Lankov uh, last week. So uh if you know if you're looking for something to choose, check out um i don't think these guys would mind you downloading this show at all because if this thing gets uh picked up and gets uh you know done i'm sure it'll come back again so uh lost girl check that out i believe episode two just aired actually my next pick is a bit of a pan actually uh, a movie called the brave one starring jodie foster um this is a movie about her and uh saeed from lost who is her uh you know soon-to-be husband and they get you know knocked the fuck out and uh you know buddy gets killed and then she slowly uh degrades into, you know, this vigilante. Also starring Terrence Howard, uh I think that's his name, the guy who uh played uh would have played War Machine if he was stuck around for Iron Man two. Is that correct, Howard Terrence Howard? Yes. Excellent. So um you know uh really love uh actually sometimes I like Jodie Foster. Sometimes I cannot stand the woman. So uh, she really did a great job acting in this movie. But uh, my biggest problem with the movie was that, uh, you know, after this whole big thing happens, you know, she's afraid to leave her house, afraid to leave her house, finally decides to leave her house, goes to buy a gun. And then, you know, uh, she can't buy a gun without a license and all this stuff she walks out and some guy offers to take her to buy her a gun, she immediately follows him and goes down to Chinatown through these back alleys and I'm like, what the fuck, that just totally ripped me out of the movie because that's not fucking plausible um, and, uh, and then the ending's kind of weird uh, but uh, you know, I, I really like Jodie Foster in it, uh, she did a great little job acting but I thought the, uh, I thought the story it definitely had some holes in it uh, but uh, you know, if you've got nothing else to do with a couple hours, you sure as hell could do worse things than watching that fucking movie I guess
1: I actually caught that uh, first episode of The Lost Girl. Not bad. I mean, it's on my uh, PVR to record future episodes, so I'll just have to see if I have the time to check out episode two. But it's pretty darn interesting. Um, Andrew Bloom, Atomic Pick, if you please.
3: Well, my Atomic Pick, I really don't have to say very much about it. And and people might say I didn't work too hard for this one, but I picked up Kick-Ass on Blu-ray that kicks ass. That is awesome. Uh, I think everyone knows it. I think we've talked about it a, a million times before. But the Blu-ray's great. The movie's really good. Uh, I was just reminded of it, so I wanted to throw it out there once again and say, uh, if you haven't seen it, you're an idiot, and uh, go watch it.
1: Um, and uh, I guess I guess it's my turn for my atomic pick this week. Uh, my uh, atomic pick this week is from a uh, video game for the PC uh, computer system, and I'm of course uh, late on the boat with this one. But my uh, uh, boss was uh, lovely enough to purchase for me uh, StarCraft 2 many weeks ago uh, for the PC for my birthday, and I've able to uh, play a quite a, a little bit of it piecemeal, nowhere near the end, but enjoying it nonetheless. Um, if you're looking for you know a challenge in real-time strategy, and you have a PC why not just join the rest of the planet and pick it up and try it out uh i played multiplayer uh with my boss and that's a lot of fun and the single player on its own is really a really rich experience which i can't wait for the future iterations of this video game or pc game series i should be more clear about starcraft 2 uh you might have heard of it uh here's big news i really like it um So that'll do it, uh, ladies and germs. Atomic Geeks, episode number 84. Back to the Desert Island. And let me tell you, if it's up to me, that won't be the last time we visit the Desert Island. I want to thank CT for joining us on the podcast tonight. Um, As per usual, I want to tell you a whole bunch of stuff about the Atomic Geeks. Uh, If you go to theatomicgeeks.com, we're talking about this episode and a whole bunch of other stuff about other episodes we've done. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. Just look for the Atomic Geeks or Hunk Burger, which is me, or Atomic Geek Downs, which is Downs, or Poopy Man Here for Andrew if he that, ever decides to use Twitter. I don't think that
3: exists anymore.
1: Um, you can also find us on Facebook. Just look for the Atomic Geeks. There's stuff happening on there as well, believe it or not. But more importantly, if you love this podcast like I do... If you really, really love it, you will write us an iTunes review. There's nothing that makes me happier in the entire world, on this entire planet, than when I see a new iTunes review. So do me a favor, get off your ass and write one. Ah! So there you go, jerks and jerkettes. Atomic Geeks, episode 84. Mm, Make a sandwich just listen to another episode of the atomic geeks visit us at theatomicgeeks.com production by andrew Bloom. title track by don't look down
3: <laughs> that's your ending <laughs> yep. make a sandwich i love it because yeah. it ties in lunch it does <laughs> that's excellent she didn't even realize it